about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshigma, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with Him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. for what you are doing we thank you because we are under the atmosphere of the almighty God first thing is that we will live and we will not die that's <laughs> the first thing and then also we're under the shelter of the almighty God so I'm asking everyone wherever you are fear not for we are safe we are loved and we declare that we are healed if you believe that, shout aloud, Amen. Oh, I, I'm going to change, change something this, uh, this, this morning. I just want us to spend just a few minutes praying right now. And God laid this on my heart, Job chapter 5, Job chapter 5, quickly. Job chapter 5, I want you to bring your family together. Happy Mother's Day. Maybe you didn't catch me in the beginning of the service, but I did say Happy Mother's Day. And I said, send your loves and your greetings to everyone around you uh send it off to your mom send it off to your family and your friends and and, and this is church at home uh it, it's unusual but it, it is church at home and the, the good thing about it is that you can get your family involved so so why don't you send this link to your family get onto our website go through facebook uh life and instagram life and um uh, I, I i believe that it will be such a blessing as you start to use all those platforms and i and i know that the guys around here doing everything in their power to just make sure that we can bring church to you i love insignia love the, the guys the instrumentalists i love the, the some of the one of the ushers that are here the guys on the sound honestly you should see what is going behind the scene to bring church into your home and so whether when you are wherever you are right now at home why don't you give a round of applause? I can hear you. I can hear you in the spirit to all these guys that are around and running around to make things happen for us and bring the word of God to you. In the book of Job in chapter 5 and verse 19, I will take each verse. Verse 19 says, He shall deliver you in six troubles. Yes, in seven, no evil shall touch you. So I want to declare, the first thing I want us to pray is we declare deliverance immunity from looming disaster he says he will deliver you so i want you to pray and declare that since the son of man has set me free i'm free declare you're free from sickness you're free from failure you're free from intimidation declare and start to declare upon your home that you're free from unhappiness and struggles and depression during this period you're, 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 <laughs> you are free from sickness unknown and unknown he says he would deliver you he would deliver you he would deliver you he would deliver you from six troubles start to declare i reject sickness i reject poverty because during this period we want to declare that we will not walk into poverty declare uh, in the name of jesus tragedy is not yours you claim goodness and if you believe that shout aloud amen let's go to verse 20 we want to declare this job 5 20 says in famine he shall redeem you from death 
and in war from the power of the sword. We are in war. The funny part of it is it's an invisible army. It's, a, and it's, an invisible, it's an invisible enemy. And so the Bible says in famine. That means this, this enemy has so much power to bring famine. There's a whole closure of a lot of stuff. A lot of things are being closed down. But I want us to pray and say in the name of Jesus, there will be no loss or failure in my habitation. Come on, let's start to pray. Declare, there will be no loss. Uh, there will be no failure in my habitation. Declare that you will defeat defeat in the name of Jesus. Declare redemption. Redemption. Redemption has the power to bring you back to a place where you've been displaced. Declare in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, let the redeem of the Lord say so. Let the redeem of the Lord whom he has redeemed from the hands of the enemy. Father, we thank you and we bless you. Ah, we bless you. So the first thing we pray is deliverance. Second thing is redemption. Third thing, Job chapter 5, verse 21. I want you to read it. Shout it loud with me. Say, I shall be hidden from the scorch of the tongue. Say, and I shall not be afraid of destruction when it comes. I want you to start to silence anything that is boasting against your movement and your health in the name of Jesus. Come on, silence it. He says you're hidden. Say, God, in the name of Jesus, I refuse to listen to the voice and the noise around me. I am in Goshen. I stand in the place where I silence everything speaking against my health and my wealth and start to declare that I shall not be afraid of destruction. Uh, rightly, uh, as, uh, as we led, we, we, we sang during praise and worship, we will not be afraid. We will not be afraid in the name of Jesus. Someone say amen. So I'm taking you through this prayer, but I want you to find this. Job chapter 5 and 22. He says, you shall laugh at destruction and famine. This is a different prayer. I want everyone to start to laugh at home. Just put a smile and, and start to laugh. <laughs> Make a prophetic declaration by laughing. He says, you will laugh at destruction and famine. <laughs> and you shall not be afraid of the beast of the earth. You know why you're laughing? Because joy is on the inside of you. And start to declare, say in the name of Jesus. Say this out, say in the name of Jesus, I cancel every appointment with sorrow i didn't hear you say right now this year tragedy and tears are not my portion in the name of jesus say this year this year come and say 2020 i will encounter full-scale laughter in the name of jesus Come and start to declare laughter. Start to declare joy in your habitation. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. And we glorify your name. We're nearly there. Let's go to the next verse. Job 5.23. He says, for you shall have a covenant with the stones of the field. <laughs> so, coronavirus uh, is not yours. He says, even the beast of the field shall be at peace with you. Every single place where the sole of your feet shall tread, you will possess it in the name of Jesus. So I want you to start to declare that in this season you find favor. 
that in this season you are dignified that in this season the blessings of God comes upon you that in this season that everywhere you go you have a covenant of healing and peace and not a covenant of sickness start to declare that in the name of Jesus father we thank you and we bless you final prayer point Job 5.24 I love this you shall know that your tent is in peace you shall visit your dwelling and find nothing amiss come on someone i want you to say this after me i shall know that my tent my home my habitation is in peace Come on, I, I want you to say this loud. That's why you can't afford to put us in the background. You've got to participate. Say right now, I declare that I will know my tent is in peace. That my habitation and my dwelling place will miss nothing. None of you are going to sell anything to survive in the name of Jesus. I, I, I want to declare that right now in the name of Jesus. I declare your home is safe. I declare your habitation is safe. I declare your possession is safe in the name of Jesus. I declare Job 5.25 says you that you shall also know your descendants and they shall be many and your offsprings like the grass of the earth. That means I declare upon our lives that instead of motion in this season there will be promotion i declare that all your years that you brought together will not be wasted in the name of jesus i declare that wealth and prosperity even in famine will locate you in the name of jesus now i want you to lift up your hands and start to worship god yes yes hand of a whole shatter. I am a child of God. You've got to confess that right now. Come on, son. Come on, you're not a slave. Say, I am. I am Come on. To fear. Somebody at home said, say, I am. God has the ability to pass the seas into two. He can make a way where there seems to be no way. Come on, someone. Come on, someone. You can lift your voice. You split the so Come on. you got to make that confession, someone. My fears. <laughs> Perfect love. Come on, come on, come on. You rescue me. So I can. Come on, someone. I am. Come on, so the last time you split the sea. Come on, at home, let's have some church. You split.
come and start to lift your voice and say, you rescue me. So I can start. Make that confession one more time. Say, I am. I am Come on, until you believe it. Let it start to well up from the inside of you. Say, I am. I am Come on, if you're alone, just say, I am a child. I am a child. I am a child. One more time. Say, Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity that we have, no matter what the enemy throws at us. We are in the household of God and we are rejoicing and we are making our confessions during this period of time that we fear no evil. Come on, guys, we fear no evil for the Lord is with us. He watches over us and we give him glory, honor and praise and someone say a loud amen. Come on, I want to hear you at home say a louder amen. All right, you may uh, take your seat, you may sleep on your bed, you may uh, do whatever you are, you may get your coffee and we may just go straight into the Word of God. Amen. Uh, uh, this, this is just a, a, a short message for everyone this uh, Sunday morning. I pray for all the mothers right now that you are blessed in the city and blessed in the field. Mother's Day is not only about a day. It's about a lifetime. And mothers, we want to salute you this afternoon or morning. We want to pay respect and honor to all the mothers in the house. Don't worry, we've got your presence. Your presence is intact. Coronavirus hasn't stolen your presence. We just can't give it to you via this medium. So when you come back, we will give you your, your, your presence. Your presence has caused so much controversy in the house because my wife always seems to find good things for the women. And when it comes to Father's Day, we seem to struggle. So may the Lord help us and keep us. But this year is a bit different because mothers, you have to wait. And Father's Day, in the name of Jesus... We will receive our presence live and direct in church. Um, but you are blessed and fear not. God is with you and he will shield you and he will watch over you. I started a message on Wednesday and I spoke about back to Goshen. And I just want to encourage us with a few words before we close our service. Um, and I want us to go back to the book of Genesis in chapter 47 Genesis we're using the New King James version Genesis chapter 47 Genesis chapter 47 I hope you've got your Bibles with you and I would also say this again please don't just put us in the background don't put us in the background in this day and age we need Jesus and we need the word don't put sky news on and then you're hearing us in the background as a background service. You know, it's a one hour, 10, 15 minute service. And you're supposed to be able to duplicate what you would do in church. And so in the book of Genesis in chapter 47 and verse 12, the Bible says, Then Joseph provided for his father, his brothers, and all his father's household with bread 
Another version says food, but I love the word bread. He says with bread, according to the numbers in their family. Now, there was no bread in all the land, for the famine was very severe. So the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan languished because of the famine. And Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan for the grain which they had bought. And Joseph bought the money into Pharaoh's house. In verse 15, this is important. Bible says, so when the money failed, when the money failed in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, Give us bread, for why should we die in your presence? For the money has failed. For money has failed. The Bible says when money failed in all Egypt. It's very funny in this day and age that we can see how money can fail. We, we, we can see how you can go to a supermarket and have the money, but there's nothing there to buy. Wasn't it very tragic if anyone ever watched the news of this wonderful, beautiful, lovely lady who has spent 48 hours in, in intensive care, taking care of people who are sick, a nurse, and finished a 48-hour shift only for her to want to get some vegetables to be able to eat and got to the supermarket and she couldn't find anything. She busted out crying and did a video recording. And it broke my heart that I didn't realize that there would be a day where money can fail. And, 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 and most of the time, all of us feel that money is the thing that gives us joy. Money is the thing that solves our problem. But money is failing. We, 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 we actually feel that money can give us a good health system. Money is failing. M money can't stand against this invisible enemy. It is no more money. M because you can take your money to a place and they can say to you, we can't help you. You want a private health insurance? It is very good to have. But there are things that will happen these days that you will knock on a private health insurance hospital and they will say, we can't help you because money has failed. But, 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 but I want to bring uh, something to most of us in this particular time. Why did I choose the story of Joseph in providing bread? Because there are quite some similarities between Joseph and Jesus. They both carry some similarities if you ever looked at them. Both of them were beloved of the father. Both of them were sold into slavery and betrayed with 30 pieces of silver. And they also sold Joseph. Uh, we could see that Reuben petitioned for Joseph's life. As Pilate also petitioned for Jesus' life. We could see that Joseph was... 30 years of age when he stood in front of Pharaoh and Jesus' ministry started when he was 30. We could see that Jesus was given as a sacrifice to help mankind. We can also see that Joseph was also given as a sacrifice to save a generation. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? So, so, so there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of similarities between them. And then, finally, this is where I'm going. You could see that the Bible says, and Joseph provided bread for his family in famine. And Jesus says, I am what? The bread of life. So this, this meeting, this service is, 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 is to empower people with what I call bread. I, 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 I want us to observe the following things about bread during a famine which uh, for Jacob and his son and the known world of Egypt they were in unprecedented times like the times that we are in right now. There was famine. Unbeknown to Jacob and his family he didn't realize that God had prophesied this a long time ago. He said there will be seven years of plenty and seven years of farming. That's a different message I could have preached to some young ones right now. Because many of us didn't realize that there are times that money comes into our hands and things come into our hands and God wants us to be wise with it because uh, there may be a period of time where we won't be able to access the things that we used to do. Some people have lost their job. Things are going all over the place. Uh, and some people are saying I don't have any money. But when you really calculate how much has come into your hands God didn't give you the money to waste it away. He gave you money to shine in the time of famine. But that's another message on its own. But, 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 but they, were, they were in unprecedented times. They didn't understand what was going on. I know Joseph knew that there's going to be seven years of famine and seven years of plenty, seven years of famine. But to the known world, they didn't realize what was happening. They didn't realize that there's going to be seven years of this until he told them. But they didn't even know the severity of the seven years of famine. And at one point in time, the only thing that saved them was bread. I want to share some things with you today. First, I want to talk about the origin of bread. Where did this bread come from? Joseph was not the source of bread. The source came from God who gave him a dream to become a resource. Bread, the money he had, the things he had to help them, the food he had didn't come from Joseph. It came from God. This shows that bread, bread comes down from God. God is the source and money is the resource. If you go to 2 Corinthians and chapter 9 and verse 10, the Bible says, and God who provides seed for the sower. Listen to me, someone's going to be blessed right now. It's God who provides seed for the sower and bread for eating will also provide and multiply your resources for sowing and increase the fruit of your righteousness which manifests itself in active goodness kindness and charity. Keep that up for a while. He says, he says, it is God who provides. God is the one who provides seeds for the sower and bread for eating. Ladies and gentlemen, look unto God in this time because it is God that is the source that will provide both your seed and your eating ability. It's God that will provide it. He says, I will provide. It's God who provides seed for the sower and bread for, the e for, for eating. So fear not, because the source of how God will take care of us through this time comes from Him 
and no one else around us. They may say you've lost your job. They may say there's no uh, uh, job opportunities for us. But my source comes from God because Joseph was sold into slavery and he also didn't understand why that was happening. But the Bible says God could see in the future and he knew I had to preserve these 12 tribes for what he wanted to do in the world. And God made Joseph the sacrifice, but Joseph was able to preserve a generation. God is going to preserve us because our source comes from God. Number two, I want to talk about the provision of bread. We can see that Joseph provided bread for his brethren, even though in those times they had betrayed him. We also find that God provided manna in the wilderness. God was not just handing out free meals in the wilderness. No, 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 no. He knew that people's survival would depend on the manna. It, it, it means that still today, we, 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 we depend on God for our survival. I want to speak to someone. We depend upon God for our survival. He, God, God, God is the one who provides for us. The provision comes from God. But I want to say to somebody this afternoon, or this morning stroke going into the afternoon, that it is not just food that God will provide for us to eat, but God will provide the necessary medicine. He will provide the finance. He will provide the transportation. He will provide the good friends to lean on and more. God will provide for us. So when we pray and say, God, give us our what? Daily bread. It is not only in the times of food alone in this particular time. It's, the, it's in the times of everything you need, God will bring to you at this particular time. Because God provided for the children of Israel in the time of famine. And I'm saying to you, in your Goshen, God is going to provide for you. And he will not fail because his promises are ever faithful. So there was the origin of bread. As we can see, there was the provision of bread. And then there was the distribution of bread. This is going to be a bit tough right now. When, when, when Jesus multiplied the bread to feed the crowd, bread became a sign of sharing. I forgot to bring bread this, 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 this morning. But, but, but when, he, when he wanted to deal with a hunger issue, Jesus took five loaves, two fishes, broke it, and he, sh he shared it in Matthew 14. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. This shows clearly, listen, this shows clearly that bread is for a family and not a person. This is a time where families are supposed to pull together. It is very funny that one of my sons asked me this morning, he said, he says, what do I feel about this period? I said, I feel okay. I feel it's a Sabbath. I feel God wants us to shut so many things down. I, 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 I feel there's no way you can continue to run an engine for a long time. And it doesn't need to be serviced. Yeah, I feel okay. I, I miss people. Obviously I do. I hope you miss me too. But, 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 but I think we've been going on too long. And I feel God is saying to us, 
You know what? I'm going to force you to take a break. And you know what God is saying to us? He says, we're so much concerned about a building, a church, things together. Many of us are running away from each other. And sometimes making, using church as an excuse. Using our jobs as an excuse. Using our different kinds of things as an excuse. Husbands are no more at home. Children doesn't even know their fathers anymore. We wake up so much early in the morning. We're out and we come back. The children are, are asleep. We don't know what is going on in their lives. Families are together but yet fragmented and God is bringing us together where are you going now you can ask where are you going be careful I know there may be many babies that may occur next year I'll be doing a lot of um, ah 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 Jesus have mercy but 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 but, but, but the families have been fragmented. You know, the biggest thing about family value is time. And honestly, we don't spend time together. Bread was distributed not for a person but for a family. Meaning whatever God gave you is supposed to take care of families and generations to come. Not, to, not for you to be selfish with yourself and you are the only one that is successful out of your entire family. And you can, you can, you, you can have a husband and a wife and you can have two or three children. And out of the whole five of you, the husband is the only one who is successful. Because he feels he's got a job, he's got his satisfaction, he's got the stuff, but the children can't find their dad, can't speak to their dad. Many of fathers or mothers have never been to their child's school, never been to any of their plays, never been to anything they've done. And maybe this is a good time where we're shot in. I think they should really put a little bit more ban on it. So we're all locked in because while we're locked in, it's a time for us to do three things. One, pray together. At least once a day. Why don't you bring your family and pray together? Husbands, hold the hands of your wives. Hold the hands of your children and pray. Son woke up this morning, Dad, what do you want us to do? I said, pray. Right? Read your Bible and pray. It's a, it's a, time, it's a time where we can all come together to pray. Stop talking about the coronavirus. God saw it before it happened. He, he saw it so much, and I'm going to make fun of myself, that we all, we pastors, we were blind. Many of us didn't see it. If we had seen it, maybe we would have said it. I knew something was going to happen, so God said, I am. Because I couldn't understand what to call the I am. But God Sometimes, as he did with Elijah, he said, Elijah, and he says, God didn't show this to me. The woman lost her son. He says, alas, and God didn't show this to me. Because there are some things that God will not show to us. Because he, he wants us to be able to walk by faith and not by our sight or by our preparation. And you can see what has happened. God is, has, has shut down churches and shut down pubs and shut down theaters. And I'm telling some of us that if we're not careful, even our internet access may shut down. Because God wants us to bring families together. And so can I say this to families? I want us to be able to pray together. Number two, I want us to be able to play together. It's not only a family that prays together, stays together. It's a family that prays and plays together. So, so bring out 
the board games. Bring out the, the, the card games. Bring out the chess game. If you don't know how to play chess, learn it with your son, with your daughter. Bring out the monopoly. Bring out stuff. Not only pray alone. Gather together. In fact, go into the garden. Play football with them. Let your children, let your wife even know you. Spend time and play things together. Don't miss this opportunity because the provision of the bread comes by what you do in the season. Play together. Husbands and wives, you've never even spoken once. You're now like strangers. Locked down. And many of you, you may even be locked down in a one bedroom. Jesus, where are you going now? And I looked into my home and I'm like, wow, this is unprecedented. This is new. Well, we're going to work this together. I started bringing out the monopoly. I started bringing out the whole stuff. I brought everything out. Fortunately, I have seen before her time, I bought a table tennis. And my son and I have been playing table tennis for a while. I didn't know that it's now going to be useful. Play together. Take walks together. Don't start arguing. If you're irritated right now because you are at home, God wants to heal you. Oh, she irritates me. He irritates you. This is a time where we should pray together, play together, and pull together. This is a time where God wants to set us up for the next decade. In fact, this is a time where God is saying, whatever you guys do now, it will be the foundation of a rock that will set you up for you, your family, and your children. Pray, play, pull, and plan together. There's a time to plan. Oh, Pastor, I thought you were going to talk about how God is with us during this time. He is! But God wants to teach us some certain lessons. Because when there was distribution, it was by families. Let me give you another thing. Did you remember that when Jesus multiplied the five loaves and the two fishes, he says, let them sit down together. Are you following what I'm saying? Sit down together. And then they placed the basket and it multiplied as they sat down together. I want to prophesy to some families this day that when you sit down together, there will be multiplication. When you, 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 you're coming out of this period triumphant, you're coming out of this period, every single sickness will be healed. You're coming out of this period that you and your wife, you and your family, you become solid together. Uh, Pastor, what about I who am single? That's the time to plan. It's to plan. It's to even develop new relationships. The Bible says, hey, and, 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 and he gave them bread. And you, you, family is not only about nuclear family alone. It's also about our extended family. As I was coming this, this morning, my wife dumped some tissue inside, my, inside the car. He said, someone called me in church. They don't have any tissue. So while I was queuing at Costco, I bought some for them. And she queued. She queued so much queued that when she came back home, she had a cold. Just a cold. <sighs> but you know what? She wasn't thinking about our family. She was thinking about the family of God. This is a time where even if you're single, a phone call 
will tell you if you're distributing your bread. Let me say this to many of us. I'm sure many of you still think this is the sermon that should be preached. It is. Your fridge is full. Your fridge is full. Let me say this. I have never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. Take some of what is in that fridge and give it to someone else. Call somebody up. While you're around and doing your stuff, find people that you can be a blessing to. Because the bread came from God. If what you have in your fridge is what you want to sit on for 12 weeks, you don't understand your origin. If what you have right now is not provided by God to distribute it also to other people, you have no idea why God has provided for you. This thing where we now shut down into ourselves will cause depression so fast. And God is saying to us, he says, let us lift our lives up as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. This is our reasonable service. Our service is to help. God wants to ask us, what are we doing right now? This is a time many of you can just re, 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 retire into your life and write the book. Reorganize yourselves. Set things in motion. And start to pray and start to declare that God, what is the vision for the next stage of my life? Pray together. Play together. Plan together. I want to say this again to couples. If you continue to fight throughout this season, you have missed the Sabbath. You have missed why God shut everything down so that your light will shine. You have missed why this whole thing is happening and God is saying, I'm bringing the true world to you. You think it is a coronavirus. It is not. It is God telling all of us it's time to shut down, recalibrate, let his spirit move because we've been playing church for too long. If you are staying in the same house and you can't talk to each other, if you're staying with your parents and you can't speak to them, you are missing the Sabbath. You are missing what will come after this whole issue. Because many of us will come out of our hiding place victorious and powerful. Many will come out of that hiding place the same way they went in. I've got more to say, but I'm going to close on this. Remember that bread is Christ. John 6.35 says, And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. He who believes in me shall never thirst. Bread stands for Christ. The word Christ, the word Christ, Christ, the anointed one, is the answer to our crisis. When crisis hits, the first thing that goes is our dedication to Christ. If you forsake Christ, if you forsake Christ in the crisis, you will lose the anointing. You will, you will lose the source you will lose the ability to multiply. Jesus didn't need money. He just needed five loaves. 
Jesus didn't need money. He just needed five notes. Let me, let me close by encouraging you. Jesus knows you may have lost your job. Jesus knows that the finances is not there. But he does not need money to provide for you. He just needs himself. He is Christ. He is the one that can just take five loaves. Whatever you have in your house, he will multiply. He will bring favor your way. He will set you up on a solid rock. He will never leave you or forsake you. But if you lose Christ in the crisis, you will lose the source and the provision and the distribution. You've lost everything. That's why Romans chapter 8 verse 35 says, Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress, persecution or famine, nakedness or peril or sorrow? Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Who can separate us? Don't let anything separate you from Christ. Let's gather together. Let's make Christ the answer to the crisis. I know many people say young ones, it doesn't affect the young ones, it doesn't affect all that. Yes, and I, and I cover all of us with the blood of Jesus. That doesn't mean we need to be reckless. This is a time where we come to God and we say Jesus Christ is the answer to the crisis. And when you bring Christ in, he multiplies whatever you have. And God will multiply your seed. He will bless you in blessing. He will increase you. But listen to the prophetic word. Because by the word of a prophet, he brought them out of Egypt. By the word of a prophet, he sustained them. This is not to increase crisis in your house. This is to stamp out crisis by Christ. Pray together. Play together. Plan together. Because the whole reason why God provided bread for Joseph was so that he can help maintain a generation after the crisis. Let's bow, let's pray. Father, we thank you. Oh, I want to start to pray for families here. I want to pray for families that may be going through a tough time right now. That the crisis wants to split them up. I want to pray for the wife looking at the husband and say, where are we going to find money to pay for the rent? Where are we going to pay for the mortgage? I want to pray for those who are in the, in the entertainment industry, those who are in the social industry, those who are in the hospitality industry, those who have no form of income, those, 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 those who are self-employed and, 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 and putting on a brave face outside but having struggles on the inside. I, I, I want to pray for all of you, actors and actresses and Everyone in this industry that has shut down. And even though the government says they will provide, I want to declare that your provision comes from God. I, I, I want to declare upon your lives that you will not be poor in this season. I, I, I want to pray for you in your home. I want to pray for that single girl. I want to pray for the single man. I, want, I use the word single no, 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 because it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a detrimental thing, but I just want, want to declare that where you are right now that you will not fail. You will not fail. You will not fail. I, I, I want to pray for those who have plans. 
Some, some people are, are getting married and they have no idea what are we going to do right now. I want to declare that this is the season not of crisis but of Christ. The season of wisdom. God has it all planned out for you. Fear not. I want to prophesy over your life that God will provide for all your needs according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. I want to pray for worship tabernacle that we will not find anyone missing. I want to pray that our tents, when we come back, our tents will still be intact. Nothing will be missing. Nothing will be lost. I want to pray that there will be no death in worship tabernacle right now because we put our hope and our trust in the name of the almighty God. I want to pray that every ounce of selfishness is broken out of our lives and that in this time that we will not be applauding heroes outside but we will become heroes of saving our neighbors and our friends and our families and, and, and being there for them and, and extending the, the word of the almighty God as God has called us to be that the seed that you've given to us is the seed that we may be able to do good works unto many. I want to pray in the name of Jesus finally that you said we're back to Goshen. This is the word against the wind. We are not going by the wind. We're going by the word. And the word is the bread. The word is the bread. Man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that comes out of the mouth of the almighty God. And so we declare the written word into our life. We declare the spoken word. We speak the word. And it will heal us. Because it's the bread of life that you've given us. And deliver us from all destruction. Worship Tabernacle, you will not go missing. In the name of Jesus. And we gather together. In this Sunday. In unusual circumstances. But because it is you God. That has brought it together. We know that the Bible says. That we have that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So we know this thing is working for our good. It's working for the family's good. People will not go hungry. No one will be found dead in their, in their habitation. We will start to become our brothers and our, and, our, and our sisters keepers. God let that kind of fire burn on the inside of us. Because we're not absent, we may be absent in the flesh, but we are present in our unity and in our spirit. Thank you, Jesus. You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk Alternatively, call us on 020 7435-3939 You can find us at the Citadel Worship Tabernacle 131 St. John's Way N19 3RQ Archway, London Thank you for listening